Hey, what's going on, Paisano? V here. Wow, it's been a while since I did these podcasts. Know what it is? I'll be honest with you guys. I had the link up on my little bookmarks bar, and I couldn't see it, so I moved it so now I could see it. And also, I mean, if there was an app, I think it would be easier. I could do it more when I'm on the road. It would be kind of cool when I travel, when I go out or whenever. Uh, there probably is. I just gotta, <laughs> I just got to download get that set up. What's going on, Paisano? It's V here, and welcome to the Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. I just want to say, you know, there's a lot of other podcasts out there, and you guys chose to listen to mine's. I mean, I am the best at what I do as far as podcasts. I'm, there's some other guys there, but I do this little inside thing, and I don't know. It sounds awkward. I listen to a couple of them. They're not as good as mine. My personal opinion, and evidently yours, because you listen to the best one. But let's focus on what's happening right here, because today's topic, I want to talk about people who think that since they're the first at something, that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's done. Um... You know, it's, it's something that's been annoying me for a while. I think what put me over the edge is I was at Locals, and one of the, my fellow players was like, he saw Shadow Invoked start doing a lot in the tournament, in the meta. And he's like, oh, my God, I was the first person to play Shadow Invoked. And I, and, and I think something mentally inside me went, just glass breaking everywhere. And I just turned on, and I was like, dude, you haven't won nothing with Shadow Invoked. Shut the fuck up. And what, what annoys me the most is, oh, by the way, I might be cursing a little bit on these podcasts, so, oh, yeah, so you have kids, just, uh, hey, little Timmy, put your headphones on. Anyway, what annoys me the most is that people, especially in YouTubing as well, they go, I'm the first to do this. You know what the first fucking deck profile was? A Gladiator Beast deck profile. Oh, my God, has it been like, I think it's been like 20 years. It's been a while since it was uploaded, but it was atrocious. But at the time, that was something new and innovative. And then someone saw that Gladiator Beast deck profile and said, you know what? I'm going to do it better. I'm going to do it better than that guy. And then he did. And then someone saw that video and deck profile and said, whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute. I'm going to take what he's doing. and I'm going to just do it better and blow both of them out the water. And he did. And they kept evolving until now we have all these YouTube channels that only do their profiles because they don't know how to create content. They block other content creators, which is pathetic. Uh, and you know what? I'm dead serious. If you a top of an event, you should fucking charge for your profile for those kids because to hell with them. They're using you. Why not? But overall, guys, is anyone who still complains about being the first or something in the game of Yu-Gi-Oh! is a fool. It's just, I mean, basically, it. think about it, you know? Um, market watch has been going around for a long time and the other market watch content creators do their content. I saw something that I could do better and I decided I'd, I'd go for it and looking at other content creators, uh, there's a sealed only challenge, which is hilarious because it looks vaguely, in fact, it's a copy, it's a ripoff of something that was done on a, a magic gathering channel, uh, 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 called alarm and community college in which you just open, open, open boxes. Show the value, and if he plus, he'd buy another box. And he would go over the value every card in the pack. And then YouTubers took it, and the YouTubers were like, no, but that's my sealed only challenge. No, dumbass. It's not your sealed only challenge, retard. You copied off the Magic Gathering kids. And I, and I think everyone forgets about that, how, like, content is not only copied, but it's not really that improved on. I mean, let's be honest. I, I think the future of YouTube and you YouTubing, in my, in my opinion, guys, is going to be better equipment, better knowledge of the game. More involved in the game. And, and yes, you got these other content creators that are with Konami doing the Yu-Gi-Oh! Day. But they're just shilling, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like if, if I'm a movie review channel and Disney paid me money 
to tell everybody how amazing Star Wars was. And I was like, guys, the Star Wars movie is really good. Oh my God, guys, you're going to love this new Star Wars movie. It's so, They're so funny. They're so fucking funny, guys. And then you're sitting there going, this movie's a bag of shit. This guy's lying to me. Then I just get a quick check. And you're like, oh, okay, there it is. Okay. And and, and with the, with the, and it's a double-edged sword. I mean, obviously they're getting access, early access to cards so they can put it on their channel. And they go, hey, don't, you know, subscribe to my channel. But at the same time, whenever they say something's good, good by Konami, Everyone's always going to second guess them, wouldn't they? I mean, would you not? If, if, if someone's doing something for a guy, wouldn't you second guess that guy? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Are you with me or are you with them? And whenever they talk negatively about the, uh, the about the company, they won't go to those Yu-Gi-Oh days. So what do you think, Paisanos, they're going to do? So and, and it weeds out those who are you know bought and paid for as opposed to those who are not. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. As a content creator... If Konami's like, V, you want to do something together with us? I'll be like, sure, absolutely. But, and that's a big B-U-T, capitalize that bad boy. But what I would do is I would go, what do we got? And then we want you to push this and whatever bad product it is or bad, bad whatever, uh, uh, pirates. So what was that? Pir- uh, whatever they call those pirate things. I'd be like, dude, I'm not pushing that. I'm telling everybody it's for casuals. No, we need you to tell us for competitive. I'm not lying to my community. That's absolutely stupid. It makes me look like a dumbass. But they're like, V, we got your structured deck. Oh, bro, I'm in. Let's, let's go together. Me, you and me. I, I think this is a great product. And I really do. You know, I talk about what I believe in. And I want to back what I believe in. But if, if, if some, some bag of trash is thrown my way, no, I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's the way I feel about that community. I think it's a double-edged sword. I think Konami's wasting their time doing it. But then again, they're going to find out the hard way. Just like the Magic Gallery community found the hard way. Just like the Pokemon community found the hard way. But tell Konami's like, yeah, we won't be like them. We're the third to do. We'll improve on it. It's like, um... You guys are doing exactly this. Anyway, I would, I do wish them luck, though. And I, and even the content creators, good luck, good, good luck to all of them. I really do because they're gonna definitely need it moving forward in the future. But anyway, moving back, guys, looking at the first to do things in the community, it's just annoying. I just find it irritating. Like if I was the first to do something in, in my locals, my community, I wouldn't be like, I'm that. Fr-. Like it, it just sounds. It sounds like people think they're something special or theirs is the best because they were the first to bring it. And and if you can't bring it and you can't do it good, then shut the fuck out the way. Because someone, I always say to any other paisano I, I, I walk up to or they walk up to me or whatever, they go, man, I want to do YouTube videos. I'm like, sure, do whatever you want. I might do market watches. Great, please go ahead. Because if you can do it better than me, I'm doing something wrong. If you could create content and blow up I need to reevaluate the way I create my content, the way I do my stuff, and I need to up my game. You know, there's always there's always that saying, and I love this saying. The lion on top of the mountain is nowhere near as hungry as a lion climbing up. Simple. Very simple, very powerful statement. That's what it is. You know. Overall, I love doing my content. I have a great time doing it. But if someone's out there doing what I do and doing it better. Well, not for nothing. I want to. I, I want to be up there. I want to be the top dog, and I gotta definitely see what they're doing. Maybe I improve on how I do mines. With that said, I don't think I'm subscribed to many YouTubers. <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest, I'm not, I don't think I'm subscribed to almost any YouTubers at all. I think I'm subscribed to like a couple of people here and there, and uh, I kind of like it that way. I used to be subscribed to a ton of YouTubers, and it just aggravated me. I think I aggravated me more when I started doing my marker watches. And they're grabbing my picks. Not because I was the first to do it, because they were literally just grabbing every single pick I did, making a video and going, hi guys, fill in the blank here. I'm going to do a video that's all about the picks. And, and, and then saying exactly what I was saying about the cards. And then getting praised for it. I'm sitting there going, dude, dude, you, you, 
I did all the homework. You just hit a, a, a control C, <laughs> went in your channel, and hit control V. I mean, it's paste, by the way. Uh, uh, and just threw it all, all, all on my channel. Like, you can, well, next time, I'll tell you what. How about do this? Next time, just copy my audio, look in front of the camera, <laughs> and hit play, and just act like you're lip syncing to it, because that's literally how I felt. So I stopped watching other content creators. That and, of course, other content creators. You know, me and a lot of other content creators don't get along. You know, it is what it is, Paisano. I mean, when, when you're all about the game and people are all about other things, okay, you're going to have a little bit of conflict. There's going to be a little bit of interest. I make good money with my job. I don't care about the money I, I make with YouTube. Uh, I say constantly over and over again. I get paid way too much from YouTube. And someone just recently, I mean, I'm looking at my TC player little link thing, showing you another day. I don't know what happened, but spent $9,000 on TC player and revenue. It's like, okay. And then my thing just spiked. I was like, okay. Um, it's, it's crazy the amount of support the community uh, brings to the channel. To the to the YGO Paisano, to the organization, to us, it's 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 absolutely ludicrous. But it's all, in the end, it's all about the love of the game. You know, people aren't spending all this kind of money. We're talking, you know, five hundred dollar plane flights, three hundred dollar hotels, two hundred dollar car rentals, not including parking. Then another couple of hundred, a thousand bucks for a YCS UDS event in Pokemon and Magic the Gathering. They're not spending that kind of money. They're doing it in Yu-Gi-Oh. They're bringing that and putting that towards Yu-Gi-Oh. And what do we get realistically? The glory? So I do like my market watches. I do like the fact that people are watching my content and enjoying it. Seriously, if you guys have subscribed to the channel, thank you so much. But that that's what it's all about. It's about, especially the market watch. People go, oh, no, you're hyping the market. But it's really not about hyping the market. That's a lazy way to look at it. Always having a market. Have you seen my videos? I, I barely tell you and people to buy anything because I want to focus on when to buy, what to buy. Here's the reason why. Whether you agree with it or disagree with it, it's inconsequential. I'm just giving you information. That's it. You can choose to use it or not use it. You, I, I'm not running a house. Just running a house. Grabbing your credit card or your, your wallet. You're like, give me a wallet. Fuck up. Going in on your thing. Get my TCG player link and just buying cards. That's on everybody else. But what I am saying, what I am doing it's creating something so people can understand the reasons of why cards go up, why cards go down, and that's basically it. It's simple, really. And I, I tell everybody, even you listening right now, if you want to go go to your house and create a channel, it's not hard what I do. Hit you know, uh, hit record. You get a cheap C920 logic. I would love to see another content creator do it better than me. Always. Why would you not want to improve on yourself? You know, If you're a baseball player, would you not want to see a better baseball player? Of course you would. You know? Maybe what's he doing that I'm not doing? I used to do pest control a long time ago, Paisanos. And I, I've told the story many times, but I'll say it again. One thing about rat traps that's so interesting is you set up, you don't gotta put much bait on it. You really don't. People over, over bait their rat traps, you, you're not gonna catch many rats. But you put a little piece, a little piece of rat bait, and then you just and you just sit there and wait. The rat goes in, can't get out, starts screaming and yelling, probably eats the tree, craps himself, and another rat passes by and goes, whoa, 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 because he's even screaming, he's even yelling. Now he, now rats can't uh, go, oh, he's screaming a murder. He's saying run away. They don't have that kind of uh, um, dialogue. They hear, Rrr! and he's like, dude. So then he goes inside the rat trap, and then he's like, bro, what you let me in here, Joey? And they got, and they both screaming, and then a rat passes by, and he goes, whoa, whoa. That's a lot of noise for a rat trap. So he goes, and, and and the reason why is because rats always have this mentality of, what do they have that I don't have? And I think that's very interesting when it comes down to something, looking at someone who's better than you. Acknowledge, look what they got, and do it better than them. It's simple.
do it better. Why not? And if they're not up in their game, guess what? They're the line that was on top of the mountain that wasn't that hungry as the one climbing up. Simple. Anyway, so that's that's basically long and short of these people that talk about being the first or whatever. I I, I talked to I think it was TC player. I talked to a couple guys at regionals, and I was I'm, I'm working out some new content. I'm working on it for months actually at this point, and I'm not even done even setting it up, let alone doing a new content for the channel. And I'm excited about this, Paisanos. I, I I'm really looking forward to creating something new and unique. And I'm telling you right now, if you're out there and you're listening. Oh, you're another YouTuber listening that don't come on my videos, but you know you definitely listen because obviously you copy fucking cards with somebody. YouTubers, I should really say. Um, if you could do a better than me, do it. Please. I appreciate it if you do. So I know what I need to do better. And let's go back and forth. And I, I think, you know, with the community and the game and everything, the game's growing. Yu-Gi-Oh! is definitely expanding. The community is definitely moving forward in a better direction. 100%, no doubt in my mind. It's the choices we make as we move forward determine, the, determine what happens if we continue to move forward and up or we start slowing down slacking. Um, I think I should have made this podcast about Duo Overload, shouldn't I? Maybe I'll do another one about Duo Overload. We'll, we'll talk about that because there's a lot to talk about Duo Overload. In my videos, I've been talking about Duo Overload, and I haven't even told you guys what to buy. I'm just telling everybody what to sell and what the value is of the reprints. Because the set is so hard to digest and break down. You want to do it properly. You want to break it down properly. That's why in my videos, it's been taking me time to, to hit certain uh, peaks. That I, I know some of you guys want me to talk about. It's just I want to make sure everything's broken out properly and, and spoken properly to you guys. But I have not even mentioned, not once mentioned, what to invest in dual overload. Uh, because I've been breaking everything down. But there's so much going on in the market. So much going on in the game. And Konami recently got rid of UDS. And, I, and whenever they get rid of something, they usually replace with something else. Or they usually add something else. Konami, if you're listening, here's an idea, Konami. Why don't you just get rid of UDS and take that money that you put towards the UDS and put it towards better price support? I know. Crazy idea. UDS, that wasn't as popular because you didn't know how to promote it properly. And go, hey, everybody, go to regionals. We understand that when you go to regionals, once you have your invite, it becomes like three, four, five, six hundred man win a mat. So we're going to make something spicy. Here's what we're going to do. From now on, we'll get players beyond eighth place, maybe maybe from, uh, uh, um, you know, nine to 16th prizes. We'll give more to those who are attending our events. And you know what? When you come in top four, we'll give you more prizes. And you know what? If you make the top eight, you're getting. So everyone's getting something, and we're just giving more to the community. And when I talked to Konami at the UDS, they were very nice, by the way. Well, this one individual was very nice, very accommodating, because they sat down listening to all my fucking questions, which I loved. But And I definitely have a lot more questions. But one thing I kept hearing it was always about budget restraints, budget problems, budget this, budget that, budget this. But And, I, and I'm sitting there going, there's so much money you're wasting, though. Like, you are wasting a ton of money as a company. Don't you, can't you at least understand that and cope with that and fix that so you have more money? You know, looking at dual overload we're getting soon, we're getting that giant card. It's just not needed. Nobody cares about that. Wow, giant card. Nobody cares. They try, And the thing is, people, I've seen a couple of videos, they're already like, giant card. They've never done that. But they have, though. They really fucking have, though. And nobody wanted them back then. Pokemon is still doing it, and nobody cares about those. Magic Gathering tried it, like, a couple of times. I think they do it with the Commander decks, and nobody fucking wants those. They're, like, a dollar to two dollars at most, and then you're getting ripped off in that deal. So I don't know what Konami's like. Yep, we're going to take this, and we'll put them in dual overload, and they'll probably want that. No, we, we really don't. 
For all intents and purposes, dual overload could be a small little box. You don't have to add a huge box and waste money on a bigger box. It makes no sense. When you do something like dual saga, whatever kind of thing you do, where you have those uh, cardboard play mats, player base does not want... I, I don't go to events and see not one of those cardboard play mats. Maybe if someone does have it, he's doing it ironically because it's so fucking stupid and he's still going to bring it to a Yu-Gi-Oh event. Maybe for the lowest, he'll do that. But they're not going, wow, I collect cardboard play mats. I'm, I'm a big cardboard play mat fan. It's like, Konami, you're wasting your money, dude. Compact those th that product and players will be just as happy. Don't make it big. Don't make it overdone. Don't add shit we don't want, and we will fucking appreciate it. We'll save money. Take that money you saved, spend it smartly, add it towards the players who are attending the events, like regionals, or even a YCS, because those people are dropping dough. You know, Konami has done... And, and it's, not, it's nothing new. They've done this already. I mean, recently... In a year or two, they started giving dice out at Yu-Gi-Oh events. Fucking dice. And players are like, dude, I'll come a day early for dice. I'll pen, I'll spend an extra night, extra 100 and change in a hotel, just to have extra dice. Done. Easy mode. Done, Konami. You got a deal. So what the fuck do you think players won't want more? How about you pre-register and give us more than a dice? Give us some more sleeves. And not the new the sleeves you're trying to sell in the stores. Those are the cheap POS Japanese knockoffs. Give us hard to get. Hard to find sleeves that you can only get when you go to specific events or events that are named YCS. And your players will want that. They'll want to get involved. They'll be more excited. Like, I don't understand what's going on with Kami's marketing team, but they need to wake up because they're, 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 they're asleep. You open a door in their office, you see an old school empty metal desk from the 1920s that you sign to people for the war. And you see uh, just a, a chair with, you know, a wooden chair with just cobweb shipping down. And there's one lamp that's not even on because light bulb's busted, and a small window, and it's raining out, so it's all gray inside. And like it's just a horrible situation that people don't want to go walk in that office for. So they go, let's come up with our own bad ideas. It, this is very simple. You could put more for Yu-Gi-Oh players. The carrot on the stick economy is getting smaller when decks costing more money. The carrot stick is even more smaller when you're paying so much money to go to these events, and the carrot stick is even that much more smaller when you don't listen to community at all. And I'm not talking to listen to Zodiac Duelist. A lot of people on Zodiac Duelist are just a bunch of fucking morons. Um, I've been saying it for a long time. I'm not part of that group. I don't think that group's anything. I mean, I am part of Team Top Decks, and that's uh, more, more or less a, a joke, a meme group. Um, but for the most part, I have my Yu-Gi-Oh! Markwatch Facebook group, which is growing exponentially, especially this year. This year, I mean, almost every week I've been hitting, we've been hitting 100 new members easily every week because so many people are getting a VOD because when it's time to say, okay, where's this money going to actually make money in the game of Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is something rare because the company doesn't give money out, you're going to go to the guys that's going to make you the money. And the Yu-Gi-Oh! Markwatch Facebook group is a phenomenal group to do, to do that, as well as Markwatch channels. And, and other content creators, once again, if they're not doing them, they're talking shit about them. And people talking shit about what you're doing, and you're getting popular, it's because you're getting popular. I mean, think about it, Paisanos. We're growing as a channel exponentially. The community is getting bigger. The organization is getting bigger. I go to events all the time, see new people coming up to me saying, I love your content. And that's not because my, it's my content. It's because I sit there and talk about cards that can have potential movement in the market. So when you get started going to regionals and trying to win a playmat, you're going to hock on eBay for 50 bucks. You're going to fucking turn around and trade, get value, save money, so you don't got to spend so much money when we go to your events. That's, I mean, that's the long and short of it. That's what it comes down to. And somehow people are sitting there going, some other YouTubers or other people are looking at me going, fucking V, how dare we save and make money for those, those people? How dare we do that? That's not fair. We're trying to suck it on by doing 
sealed only challenges and let everyone know how amazing it is to open packs and uh, neg. We're, to we're, we're talking, we're telling our, our, our viewers to go buy bullshit. But look at that V making his people money. That's bullshit. I'm going to copy his picks. But I mean, that's what it is, you know. It's all our feelings, by the way. I don't get angry at people copying picks. It, it, it's annoying, but it's more like a, you know, when you get a mosquito in the summertime, you just, you just take your hand, you go, oh, look at this little fucker, and you slap and you keep going because what are you going to do? You're going to find a mosquito? It's too much work and I'm too lazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, I had a couple of guys hit me up already. Other content creators. Oh, a couple of content creators. And they asked me, are you okay? Are you mad about people? I don't give a fuck. Copy my picks, you know. Whenever someone has a bootleg version of something, people are eventually, originally going to want to find a source that is the good one. That's the way I see it. And the like I said, the channel, the community, it's growing, Paisanos. I love this game, and I love hanging out and talking about ways to improve it. I love doing these podcasts, to be honest with you. I can sit here and vent about what I don't like about the game and bitch to you guys. And maybe you guys ha have things you agree with or disagree with, but then again... At the end of the day, you're just here and we're talking about something that we both love and feel passionate about. And looking at um, ways to fix and improve the game, there's so many. And it's a good ship, by the way. I'm not just sitting here bitching about how hard with Yu-Gi-Oh is. The, the game's phenomenal. It's, it's a good ship. But what I am saying is just, if you want to make the ship better, well, let's work. Let's, let's talk about that. Recently, I had the YCS in Vegas. And Aaron Furman did a knockout job. I, I mean, he, I think it was his first YCS. And this kid stood out compared to all the com commentators in both the YC uh, in both the YCS Vegas and the YCS New Trick. YCS New Trick was audio was terrible. Unironically listening to Lo-Fi Jazz as I'm watching a Yu-Gi-Oh match because these kids cannot stop giggling, cannot stop babbling. They, they weren't they weren't hitting the mark. And every now and then, whenever they talk about the game that's happening right in front of their face, whenever they had the the chance to do that, one of them if not both of them, would just go, okay, this is boring, and just turn the wheel and drive off the course and battle about nonsensical things. But you got a guy like Aaron Furman, and, and, and he's not doing anything unique. All he's doing is talking about the fucking game in front of him, but that makes him so unique when everyone else is so terrible, you know? That's the thing, like, I, it's, I don't understand why can't people just see what he's doing and go, wow, he's really talking about the game. That's pretty interesting. What are we here for? We're commentators, right? What is this about? But this kid's sitting there, and whenever someone makes a hacky joke, and I, and guys, please, I urge you, go back and listen to those videos or watch those videos of the YCS in, in um in Vegas. Every time someone tried to go off script or make a hacky joke or talk about something that was not Yu-Gi-Oh related, homeboy Aaron was on the money. And I don't know if this kid likes me, doesn't like me. I don't even know this kid. But I do know he's a good player, and I do know he's focused on the game and talking about the games happening right in front of the face. That's big to me. That's that means a lot to me as a viewer. You know, I'm watching a Konami live stream that I can't chat about because Konami got rid of that because you know must be budgets, I guess. And I'm watching this guy talking about the game and giving me insight in the game. He's not talking about the just current match games happening right in front of your face. No, no, that's I mean he is, but he, there's more he's doing. He's doing way more. He's talking about he's analyzing that game state. He's going, what can their opponent do? To break this current board as his opponent setting the board up. What can the opponent do to amplify the current game that he's in? Right? And these are not huge things. That These are not like, wow, what a game change. The guy's just talking about the fucking game. And like I said, it's something that really annoys me when I see content creators. I don't come, sorry, not content creators. Uh, 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 a viewer. Not, uh, oh, my God. I'm sorry, guys. It's 7 in the morning. 8 in the morning. I didn't get much sleep. Um, and I'm all over the place. I'm just so excited. Like I said, I'm so excited about this because I really feel passionate about content. Uh, uh, what do you call these fucking guys? Commentators. <laughs> How can you mess up with four times in a row? I could. But I'm, I like these comment. I really want to focus on these commentators. I really like the fact that Aaron Furman is doing it right. 
And and I want to like the commentators. They all, you know, they look like likable people, but they're just dumbass. They walk around marbles with the ass. And when everyone's walking around marbles with the ass, mo- people who aren't used to like good commentators are watching, going, "Okay, that's normal." Then you got this guy come over here and he's going, eh, "I'm not gonna put marbles on my ass. I'm just gonna talk about the game." And then he looks so unique. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious and sad at the same time. <laughs> But yeah, guys, I mean, there's a lot going on with the game, a lot of changes, a lot of movement in the game, and I hope it's all for the better, because I do want this game to last a very long time. You know, I have two young sons, I want them to grow up playing Yu-Gi-Oh! I want them to enjoy the game like I enjoy the game. They watch the show, they love the show, and I want them to go and have a good time. Speaking of time, I recently talked about, I think it was in the community tab, about how horrible the time rulings are. And you know what? Konami, if Konami could go ahead and just not have those bad time rulings like, like a YCS, any tier 2 event or higher. You know what? We could say, how about this? For readers and locals, you can use the dog shit time rules. I get it. You pay judges. You want to be cheap. No big deal. You want to, you want to, you can play this in money, and then you want to play this out, and so you're going to pay judges a lot of money. Totally get it. That's fine. You can do the bad time rulings there. No big deal. But when you go to YCS, let's get these time rulings situated properly. Here's the new time rules that I think Konami should implement, and it's very simple. At the end of time, when time is called, okay, the turn player plays the rest of his turn, and the opponent plays one turn. At the end of the ter- opponent's turn, whoever has the most life wins. If it's e- if it's in a draw, it's a draw. That's it. Simple. Done. There you go. Done. Now, if you are going to the game three and you're both in time, maybe we're going to implement something different. I say you call a judge, and we give players, let's say, three turns. I think that's kind of fair. So you got one player who can't attack on that turn. Then you pass it over to another player who now can attack. And then you pass it back over to the player who has the op- opportunity to attack back as well. Just so, just so, just so you know, you, you know, game game three, turn one, time's called, you're going to feel like a putz. But if it's changed up, it'll be a lot different. So I think that'd be kind of cool. Something unique for the community. That would be, that'll be a time ruling that would be so easy. It'd be so simplified. Because no one's going to complain about it. You, We get resolution on the game of Yu-Gi-Oh! And that's what we're losing with this new time ruling. And that's what Konami doesn't understand. There's no resolution. If we're playing a game, even a good game. There's some games I've won and not felt happy about because I want to see what happened. I want to see if I could have taken it all the way. Or my opponent could have slapped me up in one turn. I want to see that as a competitive player. And I couldn't. And I know a lot of people out there, you guys listening right now, are probably going, yeah, me neither. That's not fair. You know what? We'll leave that for locals. We'll leave that for regionals. But come on, for a YCS, I'm dropping that kind of money for YCS. You got to realize, let's say we get a YCS, let's say it's about 2,000 people. Average amount of purpose spent to get to the YCS for the whole situation of the weekend, not including anything else, 1000 bucks. Not including the money lost from working, not including uh, for people that have kids, not including for animals, because I don't know about you guys, but whenever I travel... I have to board my animals. I have two dogs. So I literally board them. In the, in my, unless my wife's home. But if I don't, I have to board them. That's about 90 bucks a day. I'll totally... I do that all the time for a Yu-Gi-Oh event. And what I don't like is going and losing in time because some putts across from me is look at the clock, counting it down, playing slow. So let's change these rulings up. Let's give resolution. Final resolution to the end of match procedure. It's very simple. You know, it's only for like a, you know, once again, UDS. For a, y, for a regional, sure, let's be cheap, Konami. Cheap it up, Konami. Save that money. But for like a UDS, you know, you, once again, going back to what I said earlier, you get a 1000 bucks average a player, averaging 2000 players for a YCS. What is that? <laughs> Bad at math, but seriously, I'm asking that question. What is that? Um, it's a lot of money. <laughs> okay, I didn't prepare for this part. Uh, for you guys that are, are listening right now, I... um. 
2,000 times 1,000. That's $2 million. That's $2 million, 2,000 times 1,000 for all the players, you know? And and I really do think that Konami needs to do something for that $2 million. That's not including the money people spent on their decks, by the way. I mean, you got guys walking in there, sure, with like a $20 deck. No big deal. Battery man, you the man. But then you got guys walking in there, especially at a YC's event. You know people are bringing the air game, A game. So decks running anywhere from seven to a thousand easily. Now with you go, not including prismatics, seven to a thousand easily. Okay, Konami? Just for the decks alone. One deck. Some people be multiple decks. People play inside events. I mean, we're talking money all over the place. And when you bring this bullshit match procedure ruling that you have, time ruling, that's not been fixed, or even discussed, it makes a lot of players not want to play at these higher-level events. Maybe even the UDS events that failed because of it. And I, I would love to see better uh, a better situation which people can find a nice, good resolution on the game and, and the match procedure. And maybe I'm alone in this, but I don't think I am. I talked to enough people to know that these new time rulings are is really hurting the satisfactory rating in the community of Yu-Gi-Oh! No matter who you talk to and where you go. I've been all the place. Columbus, Ohio, Indiana, uh, Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, New York, Rhode Island, uh, Florida, uh, Texas. I've been all over, and every you play doesn't like this situation. So why not fix it instead of just stick up your ass and go, that's what's it going to be? No, come on, man. Like, I, once again, I understand for regionals, I really do. And, and for locals, okay, let's be lazy. But for something like a YCS, when so much money's on the line being spent by each person going to it, respect them by giving them some resolution on every single game state. And I think that'd be make a much play, uh, happier play base overall. Anyway, Prasons, I, I know I took a lot in this video. I hit a lot of topics. I don't even know why I'm going to title this live video. Oh my God, title of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new to the, new to the podcast, keep following. Uh, I should be on Spotify, iTunes, and uh, Anchor. So once again, thank you so much, guys. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have another one coming up soon. Thank you so much, Paisanos. And you guys, if you're listening, you guys have a great day.